This podcast is brought to you by Bloke in a Bar. Yes, it is, mate. We are all done and dusted with the podcast royale now, and we are looking forward to Magic Round. We yeah. are. You know what that means? What does that mean, Josh? It means there's going to be thousands of people in the Caxton car park getting blokes down their throats. Thousands of people getting thousands of blokes down thousands of throats. It's going to be so fucking sick. Do you reckon there's ever been more blokes down blokes' throats? And women's throats as well In one place at one time Absolutely not Guinness, no. Guinness World Records were here They'd be breaking that record And there's not a place that I'd rather get a bloke down my throat Than the Caxton Car Park at Magic Round No, it's the greatest place to get a bloke down your throat So guys, if you want to get a bloke down your throat And you're not going to be at the Caxton Make sure you go to blokeatabar.com Put in your postcode on the store locator And find out where you can get some bloke when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Clutzy, have you heard about the brand new way to make money? No. Do you want to hear about it? Yes, please tell me more. It's a foolproof method. Foolproof? Yeah, foolproof, yeah. Foolproof is the word I'm looking for, method. Uh, It's called going to dominoes.com.au and entering the the code BBB2DL and getting two pizzas and two sides from $25 delivered. Oh, so you're basically getting it for free. You're basically getting it for free. You're basically making money at that price. They're giving it away. That is absolutely ridiculous. I don't know why I haven't done it before. It's one of the fucking simplest life hacks I've ever I've ever come across in my life. Uh, do you want to tell the lovely people about their brand new pizza, the Philly cheesesteak? Oh my God, yes I do. The Philly cheesesteak. Now, for those who don't know what a Philly cheesesteak is, it's this glorious thing on a bun usually with uh, a bunch of nicely finely chopped up meat and just uh, capsicum peppers and cheese and Domino's have just gone where we've heard klutzy talk about philly cheesesteaks way too many times so we've chucked it on a pizza so the big fella can just keep eating and eating and eating i've seen klutzy get very very excited over food plenty of times but i've never (laughs) seen him get as excited and as animated as the first time he tried the philly cheesesteak pizza so if you're out and about this weekend and you need your pizza fix make sure you go to domino's uh try the philly cheesesteak pizza there's a host of codes which are pinned on our instagram and in our facebook group to give you a cheeky little discount too uh, plenty of different bundles, so check them out. And thank you to Domino's for supporting the show this week. Righto, guys. Welcome back to episode two of Entitled Opinion with Clutz and Das. A bit of a different setup this week, but uh, we'll get to that in the later potty. Uh, but Das, mate, how are we doing at the uh, Mighty Caxton Hotel? Mate, I'm doing very well. I'm calling in live from the Caxton. Um, feels very, very weird sitting here by myself. One thing that we'll probably cover this off a little bit further in the, the Friday pod, but... Um, you usually turn the lights on here and I don't know how to and it's just fucking I've got like the two I've got the two like lights that look down at us with the actual ceiling lights. It's like pitch black. So uh Jesus. Yeah, at least I don't have COVID. So how are you going, mate? Oh yeah, getting there, getting there. Just um I'm bored shitless to be perfectly honest. By the time this comes out, this will, this will come out tomorrow, Wednesday, I think. Yep. Um, yeah, so that'll be my last full day of ISO and then I'm, I'm out at one thirty on Thursday, Ivo. So yeah, anyway, um, I've been watching a lot of sport. Like I've watched pretty much every single game of rugby league this weekend, I think. 
Um, got to watch the F1s. Didn't watch any Union because uh, friend of the podcast, Jackson Barkby, didn't give me his login for Stan. I got left on red. I got the podcast, um, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, oh, well, that shows how I uh, fit into his friendship circle, but that's all right. Pretty funny last week. I feel like we're so unprepared for the first episode of this sport podcast, but this week I'm sure we've like, well, fuck, I hope you've got some stuff written down. Oh, dude, I, I, yeah, I sat down this afternoon and did my little recap of stuff. Well, yeah, so as we said last week, we didn't really want to do stats and shit like that too much. So, um, yeah, just going to do a quick rundown and then uh, just bring out some interesting facts from each game, I think, or some little yeah. talking points. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, fuck. If you're here for in-depth analysis, this is probably not the podcast for you, but we just find that in our group chat, there's a fair bit of dribble that goes on every weekend, um, especially revolving around the footy. So uh, we thought we'd, yeah, mm. record it in podcast and uh, get it if out to, to everyone. If you want some interesting conversation starters about players, well, look no further than this podcast because we're yeah. going to be getting into some fucking stuff. Probably uh, in this first thing as well. So I suppose we'll probably kick it off. Um, NRL this week. So we had uh, the Thursday night game was the Storm and the Rabbits. Storm got up 15-14. Uh, Storm were dominating their first 60 minutes and then the Rabbitohs just came back. And um, yeah, Puppy ended up getting a field goal in uh, extra time but he get the 15-14. But before that, Latrell brought the scores equal right at the end of the uh, second half with a two-point drop kick and sort of made me think does having a big ass make you prone to just kicking big field goals? I mean, Latrell smashed that one. G.I. smashed it. Um, I've said to Dars before, there's a bloke we went to school with, Sam Haywood. For listeners out there that know him, he's probably got the biggest ass in southeast Queensland, and that man could kick a fucking ball. So, I don't know. What I'm looking at is maybe uh, in rugby league, we need to start looking towards people that have huge asses to start kicking field goals from that long distance, because no one else has done it. Uh, it's funny you bring up Sam Hale, because that's exactly where my mind went straight away. And Sammy used yep. to call it the engine room. It's literally the yep. engine room. So it like, I, I don't, like, it'd be funny to see a direct correlation between maybe like a, an after-grass squat and a drop, drop kick length. Like, if, 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 my, like, if science is correct here, surely Jason Tamalolo can just absolutely roost it. Exactly. Jason Tamalolo could probably hit a 70-meter field goal with this theory. Um, I think uh, probably one of the most cooked things as well is, um, you know, having a big ass, obviously, in the engine room, you've got plenty of power. Um, have you ever seen a man knocked out by a football to the head? No, I don't think so. I have, and it came off the boot of Sam Haywood, straight to the go. back of a ref's head. So, look, if Sammy Haywood's doing that, imagine what a professional footballer like the troll or, as you said, Tumbalola, if they can get their foot on the ball, just that yeah. sheer power of a steeding going into someone. If any, just, our, if, any our, if any of our listeners have connections with the Cowboys, can you get um, Jason to send through a video of his of his drop drop kicks, please? I'm very yeah. interested to test this theory out. And I, I was going to bring this up later on when we got further into the round, but I feel like Jason Tamalolo is probably the p- perfect person to talk to it about. How yeah. many X's do you reckon are on the back of that bloke's footy shorts? Like they've got to be at least how many four X's? X's? Like yeah, four no, X large. That's massive, hey, because I've got double XL. That's what I mean. Most of the time like, these days. So, I don't know. Like, maybe the stretchiness of the shorts? Do they have I don't to get... Know. Do players like him have to get shorts custom-made? Like, is that a size, do you reckon? Or do you reckon they just measure up Jason at the start of the season? 
Oh, I don't know, because there are some big ones out there. Um, I know my old man used to do a lot of managing for um, Brisbane Junior Rugby stuff. And there was one day he got the, um, it was like the Brisbane under-14s team, uh, the city team. The smallest size for the shorts was 3XL, and that's under-14s. Are you kidding me? No, not kidding you at all. I ended up getting the smaller size because there was a, uh, a free pair. But like, wait, what, did, what size did like the fucking five eights wear? Like three XL. You can't believe there's a fourteen year old five eight wearing three XL pants. All boys from Sunnybank got picked at the other fourteen city team. So um, <laughs> do with that information what you will. It is, uh, yeah, there's some big fellas out there. But if there's fourteen year olds running around in three XLs as five eights, Jason Tumbelow like has to be a, a four or a five. Because he's fit, and he's got that massive ass. I'm thinking if you're a two, Jason's got to have. You look at one of his legs, and I think one of his legs would be two of you. So does that yeah. equate to a four? If you're a two, well, is that two twos? Surely two twos are four. That's, that's yeah, I know. But that's, is, that, is that how it works out? Is what I'm saying. I'm not sure on the specifics of pant science and specifically how that relates to drop kicking ability. Well, I suppose if you drop kicking as well, you'd want to have a little bit more leeway. So maybe he's a five. True, true. Maybe this we could test a the because I've got a skinny little ass and you're a 2X. Maybe you and I should head down to Jeeps or something and try and slot some and see if you can kick yeah, it better. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we'll see if you can kick it better. And we'll see if your soccer skill... Yeah, maybe I could have been a good soccer player with my ass then. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? How yeah, big Messi's ass? Who knows? I guess we'll never know. Must be the biggest ass in the world. Uh, but yeah, that's just something that was playing on my mind while watching that game. But um, glad the storm got up. Now next oh, game, early game on. Um, oops, sorry. I was just going to say, no, nah, it's all right. You go, keep going. Going to say the, uh, the early game on Friday, we had the Dragons go down sixteen twenty to Pembroke. A uh, couple of uh, interesting calls in that game. And uh, it led me to think, now Rugby Union always gets brought into the conversation of going soft, but is Rugby League starting to become softer than Union, possibly, with their officiating calls? Yeah, mate, some of the shit that's been going down is crazy. And I also just wanted to get off my chest. I think, I can't actually remember, as we've stated on a number of podcasts, I can never remember what the fuck we talk about. But um, I'm pretty yep. sure I essentially wrote the Dragons off at the start of the season, and they're playing unreal footy, like... I'm back aboard the Dragon bandwagon. But this happens every, I think this happens every year. It's like um, people being led into a false sense of security with Manly being good. Um, everyone just gets G'd up that the Dragons are going to come back, like they made some okay signings. Everyone writes them off, then it gets to preseason and they win. And then as um, our mate Doss said today, they're the April champions. By yeah, April, they're usually always up the top and then they just fucking fall off a cliff. But in saying that, Betty Hunt looking good. Looking really good. So that's what I was going to bring up about this game is Benny Hunt. I feel like cops so much, and yes, he dropped the ball in the grand final for the Broncos whenever that was, and yes, it was fucking devastating. But like, I feel like people just need to let that go because Ben Hunt is playing fucking good footy right now. Like some of the best I've ever seen him play. So that's the the worst thing he's ever done, which is pretty bad. But at the same time, like he's been a really good footy player. So. I think, um, yeah, Dragons are. I think Dragons and Knights are going to be the two teams that will surprise this year. Smokies. Like, yeah, they lost to like Dragons lost, but they did lose to last year's premiers. 
who are yeah. pretty fucking good. And it, a, and it was a tight game. Yeah, ridiculous. So that was that one. Uh, the later game, loved this game on uh, Friday night. Roosters got up over the Seagulls 26-12. Now, it was the battle of the wooden spoon for this year. And uh, it went as expected. Manly are in crisis. Manly are in fucking crisis. They're at sea, mate. I, I was listening to uh, actually the HSP podcast today, and they were getting up some statistics from the uh, the Manly game, and none of their forwards had any go forward. And what have I been saying um, since we started this podcast last week? I can't remember, but I'm sure it's something about ticker. Yeah, Manly have no ticker. Manly, <laughs> basically, I, I just think they're overrated. Like, they don't offer anything in their forward packs bar Josh Schuster and maybe Marty Tapao, but he's getting quite old now. So um, they really uh, they lost Fanua Blake last year, and I just think they don't have anything in the forwards at the moment. And if you know, like, I don't know, Tommy Turbo is po- like possibly the best player in the game, but how can he do his thing when he has to go from a fucking flat foot start? It's just ridiculous. Yeah. And the thing that gets me is everyone's like, oh, yeah, well, Manly were 4-0 last year. It's like, yeah, they were 4-0 last yeah. year, but also Tommy Turbo came, like, wasn't playing for those first four rounds. And although yeah. it might not look like he's out on the field because he's just so quiet, he's playing. Yeah. Tommy Turbo, believe it or not, is, has been playing for Manly the last couple of weeks. Yeah, it's crazy. I actually got rid of him in my uh, super coach team this week because I'm just fucking bolt. sick of him. Yep. See yeah. you later, I fucking hate, I'm really going to hide the fact that I fucking hate Manly as well. So, fuck him. Yeah, exactly. Fuck him. It's good to see him down the bottom. That's where they deserve to be. Um, and your preseason prediction looks like it's going to come true. So, um, Told you. Yeah, I mean, it's only been two weeks, but... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, they fucking suck. Um, early game on Saturday was a cracker of a game, a lot closer than what people thought it was going to be. That's uh, Titans getting up 20 to 18 over the Warriors. Titans sco- scored in the first minute or two minutes. I think they broke their record for quickest try as a club. It was like 41 seconds. Yeah, and I didn't see this AJ game, Brimson's but... first touch. I was going to say, was it AJ Brimson? Yeah, apparently he played very, very well. Oh, mate, he played unreal. I wasn't sure how he, like... I wasn't sure uh, moving him to the, the halves was the right position because getting him in open space as a fullback is fucking awesome. Uh, he's just one of those little quick guys. Um, but, yeah, Warriors came back. Warriors um, sort of lost that game themselves, actually. I think Titans, if uh, memory serves me correct, came back right at the end and won. But um, my little pointer from this game is uh, are the days of the little winger truly gone? Yeah, look at wingers these days. Manu yeah. Vatavai paved the way for big ooses to get in space. Yeah, like, back to the whole fucking number of X's on pants. There wouldn't be too many mediums running around on the wing like Hazem Masri back in the day. No, no, exactly. Like, we got no, we got no Hazems or Matty Sings out there anymore. We got fucking Marju. Have you seen that bloke? Yeah, he's a fucking giant. A he actually just liked our comment on Instagram. Did you know that? Oh, did he? Shout yeah. out to Marju. Yeah. Shouting you out, mate. Oh, I'm sure he's listening. He's, he's like a prop playing on the wing, mate. Put that boy in space. But he's quick. And this is what I mean. Like, but man, he's like Corey Oates. Yeah. Corey Oates is not small. He's more no. He's more tall than, uh, than wide. Yeah, like, I know what you mean. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you got like your Marjus, uh, Michael Sebo. Yeah, Malala. man. Yeah, exactly. There's just all these Josh big Cotter fellas. 
Josh Clutterbuck did play on the wing last year for probably a grade six grade. So, um, yeah. But just I, quickly, I, I just, just think, quickly. Yeah. Why is it called premier grade six grade? Well, because of the premier team on Friday nights. Oh, of course. Sorry, my mistake. Yeah, exactly. Might be the only team playing on Friday nights, but still the premier team. Well, true though, isn't it? Yeah. Fr- Friday night premier grade six grade. That's it. So, um, yeah. But, yeah grade I, twice, I just think, anyway. Like, I know there's a couple of small wingers running around still, like Saab and stuff like that, but it's more, to me, it's more beneficial if you've got a bloke like Marju or Sebo. Or as you said, Ravalawa, if they're running it back off the kickoff, fucking good luck yeah. tackling them. A prop forward running at fucking 10, 5 sec- 10.5 seconds over 100. Fucking mental. What do these blokes eat? That's what I want to know. Like, what, literally, what do you eat to get that big? Like, have a look at me. Even, like, not even just wingers, but, like, the blokes who are the wingers who are built like props. Yeah. Like, I know Payne Haas is not a winger. But Payne Haas is, like, fucking 23. So he's four years younger than me. What does yeah. that man eat? How do you get Dude, that big? Have you seen when they do like the big like Polynesian cookouts and stuff? It's actually insane. There's a bloke I know where they go and spend like three, four hundred bucks on meat for a breakfast on a Sunday. And it's then just well, we like spend eighty bucks on fucking Uber Eats coffee club bacon and egg burgers. Yeah, exactly. But you get a latte with that as well. <laughs> you get a latte with that. Maybe that's the problem. Too many iced lattes and we're uh, spending too much time yeah. on the throne afterwards. What do you know? Too many iced lattes and not enough, uh, not enough big, thick sausages with some pork chops and eggs and fucking so a couple of rashes of bacon. If you're playing wing in the, on the wing in the NRL, you must be banned from drinking iced lattes or any form of coffee. Yeah, pretty much. Like, you're just purely on an egg, bacon, sausage and uh, beef diet. No chicken no, because caffeine. that's too lean. And that's why there's no footy games early in the morning because they'd all they can't have a coffee in the morning because I need the rest of the day to wake up. So like, exactly. Why else do they yeah, put exactly. all the games afternoon or night? Makes no sense. Yeah, exactly. No. See, we've just cracked the code. So that's that. Um, but yeah, Titans. Titans looking pretty good. Um, next game, the middle game on Saturday was Sharks and Eels, and the Sharks got up. 18-16. They got done on the buzzer last week by the Raiders, but this week they do it at home. I didn't know this. Did you know it was the first game back in the Shire since 2019 or something? They haven't played there no. in the last two years. Why? Because of COVID or something? Because well, of COVID. See, like, and, like, I actually didn't know this, but it seems like everyone just played all their games in the main hub of Sydney when they yeah, were back right. down there. So they haven't put, but also they got like renovations and shit and I don't know, it looks fucking sick down there. But yeah, um, yeah, they got up and the Sharkies are looking good, but it's no surprise because they've probably got the best looking halves combination in the entire comp. And when you've got the two hottest blokes in the two, like probably the two most pivotal positions, of course you're going to be fucking, if they click, well. You're going to be hot to trot, baby. Yeah, exactly. Oppositions... The good thing is you've got, like a, you've got like a young Nico Hines who's hot as fuck, but yeah. you've also got. The stalwart in Matty Moylan, like he's been there, done that, still mm. hot. He's like a George Clooney, you know what I mean? Like, like he's like, like hot that guy's hot. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. You miss like that guy's hot. He's like, that's fucking George Clooney. He's like seventy. He's like, yeah, but he's still hot. He's like, no, it's not. Yeah. It's just because he's George Clooney. That's Matt exactly. Moylan. Matt Moylan's thirty-one now, and so he's got like, got dad hot now. He's like that yeah, dad hot age. He, yeah. He's gone past that, like. Like our hot age, he's now like dad yeah. hot age. So he's we like, like that age up. as well, hey. Yeah, we're just never hot. Exactly. So, 
hence why we never succeeded in the halves. But exactly, um, yeah, yeah, they absolutely killed it on the weekend. So that was uh, that was my the, the only tip I got wrong the whole weekend was the sharks. Tip the really? eels, so I was gutted. Yeah, I got seven out of eight. To be fair, everyone's fucking tipping them to win the cup. Excuse me, but I don't think that's ever going to happen. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe like is there a correlation between a hotness in the halves and being able to win footy games? I think so. Cam yeah, Munster, true. really good looking bloke. Drunk Jake Clifford's news. pretty hot. Jake Clifford is hot. We'll get into that. I've got big raps on that kid. But um, last week we uh we absolutely roasted Mitch Moses about being shit, but. He must be listening to this podcast because he came out and had a fucking blind. Yeah. That try he, to chip and chase try. Oh, Gun try. So good. Gun try. He's, um, he's leveling up this year. So maybe we just completely got it wrong with him. But it is only oh. week two. Also, we, we chatted. We probably mentioned him a few times on last week's podcast. Our mate Dan, who lives in Toowoomba. Um, he's a bit notorious in our group chat for just like, before we end the footy, he'll throw out like 15 things. He'll be like, kick our first try scorer and then like two minutes later he'll be like unders tonight and then he'll be like uh Penrith to win both halves and then like one of his 16 fucking calls will come off and he'll be like told you yeah. boys second row is always score so I'm actually going to take a similar approach into this podcast and just throw a whole heap of shit out there and then towards the end yeah. of the season just like I, I told you so I reckon the yeah. Eels same thing I, I reckon they'll do well but I think they'll choke at the last minute like they'll they'll be knocked out in yeah. the first week of finals or something I just think that they're they're that team is always there, Melbourne. but they just yeah, they just can't like they just can't finish basically. They'll get done forty to ten in yeah. Melbourne yeah. by Melbourne in the semis. Yeah, or they'll like they'll finish fourth and just lose consecutive games in the final by miles and just which they always nowhere. do. So, yeah, exactly right. Um, now also, obviously Nico Hines. Uh, there was a lot of questions about him coming into the season. Now. It's no surprise now that I look at it that he's actually succeeding for the Sharks. And you know why? Why is that? Wet hair, don't care. He's in the Shire. He's got wet hair, which basically means like he's living in the surf. He's already had wet hair down in Melbourne. He's gone to somewhere where they're right next to a beach. He's just going to keep, you know, getting wet. His hair will be constantly wet and he plays good footy when his hair is wet. So yeah. have you ever seen a photo or have you ever seen him in game without wet hair? No. no you haven't. Yeah, it doesn't exist. Exactly. No such thing exists. So by pairing him with a club that's right next to the ocean, like his hair's constantly gonna be wet. So also where do sharks live? The ocean, bro. The ocean. They're bro. always wet. Exactly. You know what else and about you know, the ocean? Yeah, we always say about the ocean. We know more about space in the ocean. That's it. We do. We do. Coincidence? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe Nico Hines can do a little bit of under underwater discovery for us with his wet hair and shark friends, but yeah, fuck. Um, all right. That's probably enough about Nico and the sharks. Um, <laughs> next game, the late game on Saturday was Cowboys and Raiders. Cowboys absolutely thumped the Raiders 26-6. Sort of got away a little bit at the end. Sorry, I'm just repositioning. Um, it was a really shit first half. I was going to sleep. It was fucking boring. Um, you know, Cowboys have been tipped to win the spoon this year, but Manly's already got that. And uh, Raiders have just put out this team that's 
not very good. Like they've been struck down yeah. by injuries. Exactly. Losing Jamal Fogarty and Hodgson and it's the yeah. second way. Like you've lost your starting seven and your starting nine. Yeah. That's half your yeah. spine gone. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, so. I'm just thinking, like, I'm, I'm imagining if that was my team, the Broncos, like, we lose Reynolds and Turpin. Like, yeah, probably um, you'd have Albert Kelly and, and Tyson Gamble or something with Billy Walters at nine. But you compare that to, like, what we ran out with on the weekend, you're like, shit, it makes a big difference. Massive difference. Well, yeah, even exactly. with, with how South's going without um, Reynolds this year, like, they're just, yeah, clunky. Yeah, exactly, man. Like, Canberra went out with their third string halfback because that Schneider bloke, the second string, he was out. So they brought out Frawley and it, it's just fucked. Now, they're outside backs as well. Um, I've got a mate, actually, you know him as well. He's a big Canberra supporter. And I asked him how, like, could we get a welfare check on Jacko? And um, his response was on paper, like, shit team, like, really bad team. Yeah. Most of those outside backs would be lucky to make Jeep's third grade. So, that's coming from a diehard Canberra supporter as well. So Jeep's premier grade, yeah. third grade. Yeah, exactly. But um, my thoughts from this, a Queensland team's back. I, I was just about to say the same thing, mate. I, like, Broncos obviously have um, the Cowboys this weekend, and I'm actually a little bit worried about it. Like, Obviously, it's Suncorp, which is yeah. going to be great. Sunday, I've footy. I'm so keen. But remember growing up, like, if anyone's around our age, I remember Broncos-Cowboys always first game of the round at Suncorp, sell oh, out. Like, man. always such a good game. I'd love to see Probably how many the of the games. Of yeah, I'd love to see how many of the games went from our, from us being, like, 10 to 20, went down to Golden Point. Like, I feel like there was a field goal every second season that decided it. Um, so, yeah. I reckon Sunday's going to be unbelievable at Suncorp. Um but I'm actually a bit worried about, like, I think it's going to be a really tough game. So, yeah, I reckon you might be right. I reckon it makes sense, right? Like, Queensland just had a, an era, uh, like, a window of dominance. New South yeah. Wales have probably had the wilderness the last couple of years. We did get, get it in um, 2020 in terms yeah. of origin. And um, I'm not surprised that their window of dominance has just fallen so quickly because they're spineless. But it's got to sort of go in, in waves like that, right? Like, yeah, exactly. Finally, yeah. My, rugby league might be coming home. Definitely. I think it is. Um, the big... I'm keen to see Payne Haas versus uh, Tama Lolo, actually. Yeah. Lolo, Lolo. Battle of the extra larges. Yeah. Fucking oath, dude. Maybe the triple XLs. It could be the battle of the triple XLs. I reckon bigger than triple. There'll be some, there are plenty of X's flying around. Yeah, plenty of X's flying around on the field of Tunkoff on Sunday. Definitely. Now, one thing as well, see, I know you say you worry, but I don't know. The Cowboys, my worry for them is the coach they've got, that Todd Payton bloke. Yeah, it looks scary. Did you ass. see did you see the change rooms after the game? No, I didn't. So they've just won by twenty points against the Raiders. And then they cut to the change rooms and they're just all sitting around in a circle, like not celebrating. Peyton's just looking like the like angriest, most upset bloke ever. And all the boys are just sitting there. They've all got heads down. Well, you've just gone out and won by 20 points. How the Eels? Yeah, exactly. The Raiders. What the fuck? Oh, the Raiders, yeah, whatever. Have a beer, boy. Yeah, yeah exactly. But look, no beers going around. The coach is just sitting there. And there's already a lot of chatter about how he doesn't really fit in with the whole culture and that he's like, not getting along with Tabalolo. So, I don't know. Like, there's the potential that they've got. Actually, I was going to say, I forgot to bring this up. Um, Chad Townsend 
has been playing unreal footy for them. Hot as fuck. He's like hot as he, fuck. Exactly. He's hot as fuck. He's, he's number six, not as hot. So that's yeah. why they're a little bit... Tom Dearden's not as hot, I suppose. So, yeah, so Tom Dearden's not hot. <laughs> that's where he landed. Yeah, exactly. That's where he landed. Uh, but, yeah, so that'll be awesome this week. Um, I was just going to say, on that point... I, I, I didn't have this in my notes to talk about, but um, obviously the conversation we've had has led me on this train of thought. You <coughs> mentioned that Todd Payton and Tom Lola aren't getting along very well. Maybe Ooh. it's because Tom, Jason's been asking for kicking duties, given the size hey, of his engine room. Exactly, and Todd doesn't back him. Fuck no. It all makes sense when you put it like that, to be perfectly honest. It does, because like, it doesn't make sense, because he's one of the best players in the league, right? And for the coach not to be offside with yeah. him, like, what, what could that be about? I, I'm thinking he's coming down to a number of X's on the back of his pants, but that's just me. What do yeah, I know? No, you could be onto something there. Um, all right. Next game, second last game of the round, early game on Sunday. Knights got up 26-4 at home against the Tigers. Um, dominant performance. I saw something where the only person, yeah, you know, like the run meters. Yeah. Jackson Hastings had second or third most run meters, and then every other person was the Knights. It went down to like 70 meters. It was still just Knights. Um, my takeaway is Jackson Hastings deserves to be on a, a good team, like a better yeah, team. No. Yeah. You know, like he would have been a good pickup for someone like Souths or even like the Raiders or something like that because he's not a bad footy player. He's gone overseas, he's matured, he's come back, and he's fucking performing well. But it's hard to perform when you're going to be with uh, one of the teams that will be fighting it out for the spoon. Um, obviously, Manly and Tigers fighting it out for the spoon this year. But the poor bloke, man, like, they, the Tigers just look shit. Yeah. They, and the thing is, they always look shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like teams come and go. Like, there's obviously some teams that always look good. Penrith had a really good run the last little while. Storm, though, have always been up there. Roost has always been up there. Like... Broncos, perfect example, were like so good for so long. The last few seasons have just been horrible. But the Tigers yeah. are just never really there. Like, what's going yeah. on? You know, something fucked that I heard, actually. We've spoken about how cooked it is that they've got five captains. Yeah. Um, I heard the reason why is because Michael McGuire doesn't believe that any of them are of, like, captain material. Like, no one has stood up as a leader of the group. Fucking hell. Is that so that's just a point five. you can't find in a group of – exactly. If you can't find one person to step up as a captain and a leader of a group of 30 professional football players, there's something fucking wrong with that whole system. And clearly so, there is something fucking wrong with that whole system. Yeah, exactly. So the Knights took him to the sword, and Knights didn't even have Ponga. Sexy Taxi comes in at the back and just absolutely rips up for them. So – my takeaway from this game is um, I think they need to do a pre-game check on Dan Gagai because I think he might have a Queensland jersey on underneath his nice jersey. Yeah. He's off Dude, he was just throwing people, second week in a row, just throwing people away. It's crazy. They're talking about him being like, um, some, I think I can't remember listening to that podcast. So like he's he's the, had the best season out of any player. I know it's only round two, but he's just had yeah. two unbelievable games in a row. And like, yeah. Obviously, he was solid at South, but everyone always says, you know, he lifts when he plays for Queensland. And he's down there at Newcastle. He's just carving up. Like, yeah, I so reckon well. he might have a jersey on underneath the Knights jersey. And if it works for you, play on. Yeah, exactly. Do it. Um, 
he's been a massive revelation for them. But my little crush at the moment is um, Clifford the Big Red Dog. <laughs> Jakey boy. Yeah, fucking Jakey boy the weapon. I think that he could be the one that got away for uh, for the Cowboys. Like maybe a change yeah. of scenery was the right thing, but also like his first touch of the game, he put a kick in and scored. That was yeah. his first involvement in the game. Like that's yeah. insane. Um, massive props to him. He's he's just having some real little time down there at the moment. Um, I'm having a mind blank. Who played halves for the Cowboys last year? Was it him and Dearden? Uh, it was a mix up between him and Dearden and uh, Drinkwater. Yeah, right. Well, Drinkwater's sort of hot, but what I'm thinking is, you know, I've obviously touched on the attractiveness level of, of halves and how that correlates to performance. Yeah. Caelan yeah. Ponga, one of the hottest boys in rugby league. Maybe, yeah, have you heard of the cheerleader effect? The cheerleader effect. Please, tell me. Like when there's a bunch of girls together and you're like, geez, those girls are all hot, but if you single them out, they're maybe not as attractive. It's like a bunch yeah, of yeah. hot. You know, so maybe I'm thinking, gets down to Newcastle, hanging out with Caelan Ponga, fuck, that guy's hot as fuck. But if you saw him not with Ponga at the Cowboys, you're like, maybe he's not that hot. So maybe it's like a few sexy, sexy KP rubbing off on him and that's just what allowed him to step up to this next level. Makes sense. The whole spine actually could be a bit like that. Like clone, pretty good looking bloke as well. Braley. Braley's hot. Maybe Jake Boy is just benefiting off, yeah, the cheerleader. I like it. I like it And honestly, power to him. Power to him. Yeah. Could he be a smoky for Queensland Origin selection this year? Maybe. Who knows? It's very early days, but like, I'm not going to rule it out. Exactly. If he if imagine he can't how like look, this, imagine how hot he'd look in the Queensland team: Harry Grant, Cam Munster, oh. KP, Dan Gagai. Like, oh. jeez, he would be like Mister Australia. <laughs> Fucking oh, hundred percent. That set me Mister Australia. That's cool. Um, now, last game, game of the round for you, I'm assuming. Uh, 100% game of the round. Doggies go down to the Bronx, 10-16. Bronx is staying in the top four. Massive. Um, standout player for me was Hubert Farnsworth. Yeah, easy. Um, had a great game, but is he the only Englishman with ticker in the NRL? Now, I feel like, the NRL always has to have... Now, we always say Englishmen don't have ticker, but the NRL, when it's at its best, always has one Englishman that has ticker. It used to be James yeah. Graham, but he's gone. Sam Burgess. Sam Burgess, he's gone. Who was the halfback for the Raiders? George Williams. George Williams. Didn't have ticker. He quit mid-season. Gone. Exactly. So... There's a couple of Englishmen running around, but they don't have ticker. QB, though. Shit, no. Little Cubit Farnsworth. He, um, you know, that one-on-one strip, that was just pure genius. And he's got wheels as well. So he had a cracker of a game. But, um, yeah, absolutely love that. My other thing was um, I loved it at the end when Albert Kelly just came out of nowhere and jumped on the ball. Yeah, yeah. And then and he had, had a look at shit-eating grin. Yeah, he had that shit-eating grin, but he had, like, some bloke's ass, uh, some bloke's face in his ass. So, yeah. like, I was wondering... That's how, man you looked on the, that's how me and you looked on the couch at Toowoomba. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and I loved it. But I was wondering, was he smiling because he's just cropped up, said the bloke? 
And could this be a tactic? <laughs> could this become a tactic in the NRL where you just drop your guards? Absolute salt in the wounds as well. Like going down, side in the background, just cop this. Because yeah. there's been a couple of photos this week of blokes' heads up people's asses, And it's like, can you imagine if you just squeeze a little fart out? Like that's going to absolutely rock someone. There's potential <laughs> yeah. for them to throw up and have to go off the field. Like it's a lot of ramifications. Yeah, it's, it's like it. me sitting next to you at the Caxton every week. It's probably the best yeah, thing about exactly. doing this via Zoom, to be honest. Yeah, can you imagine me doing that on a footy field? <laughs> Mate, it would absolutely they, rock. They wouldn't be able to get near you. Yeah. Yeah. And then hit him in the guts with a nice tackle. See you later. <laughs> no, I reckon um, the Bronx played pretty well on the weekend. I think it was actually a surprisingly good game of footy. Like, um, the doggies are going all right, but I just think, yeah, it was, it was a good game of footy. I still think the Bronx went at their best. They gave away too many penalties. I saw a stat towards yeah. the end of the game where it was like, Broncos had four line dropouts, Bulldogs had zero. Like, I think we just failed to build any sort of pressure, get repeat sets, kick to the yeah. corner. There's a few times where I was just like, I think we were up by six. There's like two minutes to go. Fifth tackle, Jordan Ricky tries to go down the side and gets dragged out. I'm like, why isn't Adam Reynolds just fucking bombing that to the corner and like, yeah. we're making, like making it hard for them to come off their own line? Stuff like that. Like, I, I think the Broncos still haven't fully hit their stride, which I, I guess is good um, given the Bulldogs yeah. look all right and we still managed to beat them. And obviously we beat South as well. So don't want to get too bullish. As I said, Cowboys this week, I think it's going to be a tough game. But, um, yeah, I think the Bronx can still improve um, on their first two weeks. Yeah, most definitely. Um, I think what I was going to say, uh, Reynolds as well, his um, – I wouldn't say he was quite an attack, but I think his defense spoke more than his attack. Like, yeah. And that's something that goes under the radar a bit. His lift in defense really – I don't know, inspires the boys around him, I suppose. Like, he's a halfback, and he's there making cover tackles and shit. Like, if you're not going to get up and tackle, you probably feel shit about yourself. So, his influence has been massive on the boys. You can see that already. And, um, yeah, it's going to be exciting to see how they go this year. Bloody oath. Yeah, mate, we've been going for for 36 minutes. So, I know we usually do, like predictions for the week to come, but maybe we just power through them to keep this one shorter. Otherwise, I feel like we'll be here fucking all night. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Or, um, do you know who's playing this week? I do. I've got it up in front of me, actually. It's the best thing about being able to do this on your laptop. Um, I don't know yeah. if you've had a look. Have you had a look at the draw at all for this week? No. Mate, it's, it's dead set like fucking Peter Volandi sat down with all the coach and was like, all right, I know it's only round three, but we're just going to pick the perfect round in terms of like who should be versing who. Like, I reckon... You know how everyone went really poorly with their tipping in in week one. I reckon um, this week could go either way as well. Like, so yeah. Thursday night, the Thursday night game's Dragon Sharks. Oh, I'm gonna go Sharkies. Yeah, it's tough. I'm gonna go the Dragons. Dragons at home, but fucking hell, like could go either way. Dragons currently two dollars ten. Sharks a dollar seventy four. Mm. Um, yeah, either way. And then Friday, there's obviously two games: West Tigers versus the Warriors in Tiger Town. Warriors. Campbelltown. Yeah, again, either way, Warriors. The Warriors are the type of team that could come out and beat Melbourne one week, but then like every other week would lose to the Tigers. Yeah. So it's hard to tell, but you've yeah. got to go with them. Um, yeah. And then the late game, late game on Friday is South and Roosters. What a matchup. Ooh, I think Roosters get that one. Yeah, I don't know. I said, uh, I said it last week, my tips are probably going to change to this, but I think, this, I think South are going to bounce back. Um. Yeah, tough, tough to know. Yeah, 
Um, Super Saturday, early game, 2 o'clock, Panthers-Knights. Panthers Knights. Oh, first, I think Panthers will get it done at home. Yeah, Panthers, tough to beat. I heard the Cleary might be back a week early as well, which can't be good yeah. for Newcastle. And I'm pretty sure Pong is still out. So, um, but yeah, great game. Uh, the 4.30 game, Storm Eels in Melbourne. Oh, Storm. Storm should, yeah, absolutely brain him. Um, followed by Raiders Titans. I reckon this will be a fucking good game as well in Canberra. Uh, well, I've tipped the Titans for this one. Yeah, I've, I honestly have no idea. I reckon that's a fucking 50-50 game. Um, yeah. But yeah, Raiders have too many injuries see. for me. Too much inconsistency. Yeah, yeah you're probably right there. Um, and then we move to Sunday. Broncos-Cowboys is a 3-0-5 game and Manly Bulldogs to round out the round. I'm going to go Broncos. And then... Despite them going to win the uh, spoon this year, I think Manly come back and beat the Bulldogs. I reckon, I reckon the Docs are going to get them. I, I, I don't know. I just got a feeling. Would be funny. I got a feeling. And also, I just want it to happen. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, I think I might actually be at the Broncos game on Sunday, potentially. So if anyone's out and about, um, mm, let us know. Um, let us know. Yeah, I'm going to the Reds so on Saturday good. instead of the Bronx, I think. So one half of Bloody Burning Beer should be at the Caco for the better part of the weekend, is what you're telling me. Yeah, basically. Basically. Um, okay, well, I guess it was there anything else you wanted to cover off? Um, I did, just because there's a lot happening this week with this particular thing. Um, I won't delve into it too much, but um, I'm a big supporter of the NFL, as you know. Um, now, there's a lot of shit happening in the NFL at the moment, uh, which I was wondering if this sort of stuff was happening in rugby league, like it would be so cool. Like, basically, what's happening at the moment is there's so many teams trading quarterbacks and just getting rid of players and whatnot. So, but mainly the quarterbacks. So, like today, Matt Ryan, who's been in um, Atlanta since I think 2005 or 2006. He got traded to Indianapolis. Indianapolis last year traded for like a major quarterback in um in Carson Wentz. They got rid of him already this year because they didn't make the playoffs. Like so cooked. Deshaun Watson, major quarterback, has been traded to Cleveland. They've had Russell Wilson, who has won Seattle Super Bowl, been there since 2012. He's a third round pick. He has been traded to Denver because he was like a little bit unhappy with the Seahawks and how they're running things. Um, Seahawks got back a young guy, Drew Locke, who he just hasn't succeeded in Denver because he hasn't been given the chance to. There's like guys like Jimmy Garoppolo in San Francisco and Baker in Cleveland. They're yet to be traded, but it will probably happen before the season starts. Um, Tom Brady comes out of retirement. Like last year, Matt Stafford gets traded from Detroit for the Rams. Stafford spent his whole career in this like, shithouse team, moves to another team for one year, wins a Super Bowl. It made me think, imagine if, like, scenarios like that happened in uh, in rugby league with, like, halfbacks. So, like, imagine if this year Reynolds doesn't perform at the Broncos, they just miss out on the eight, but they're looking like the hottest team at the end of the year, and then the Broncos go, well, fuck that. Mate, you, get rid of Reynolds, send him off to the Cowboys, and then they go, Who's someone who we could probably win a premiership with who they haven't won one either in a while? Let's bring in DCE from the Seagulls. 
and it's just like holy shit they've got got rid of someone and they brought in this guy towards the end of his career but he's still playing awesome footy comes into this team that just missed out but they should be making finals and then like um another one i had was Ilias from the rabbitos imagine if um what the fuck have i written here yeah, he just doesn't start going well, so he gets traded to like the Raiders. Yeah, and they just you know, continue like, to perform poorly. Like, yeah, exactly. So he goes to the Raiders, but the Raiders send Jack Whiten to the Rabbitohs because they're just trying to restart. Be like I feel like that's almost game. like almost like the EPL, like the rich clubs getting richer, or even F one, yeah. where it's like we can afford yeah. to bring in whoever the fuck we want, and like some guy. Like, a Reynolds might be an unbelievable player, like, done it all, play for yeah. Australia, play for New South Wales, blah, blah, blah. Bit past it. Like, we'll just fucking shit him off somewhere because he sucks now on yeah. some team. Like, the Tigers just signed Adam Reynolds. Like, I feel like that's yeah. the good thing about the salary cap. It keeps it level. But imagine if there was no salary cap in the NRL. Yeah, exactly, man. It's, it's fucking cool. But, like, Brady coming out of retirement as well. Imagine if Cam Smith was just like, Fuck this, I'm coming back, baby. I'm back, baby. Yeah, like, let's fucking go. It's just Gold like Coast such Titans. a big thing. Exactly, dude. Like, it's just like... The NFL is just crazy in that respect. Like, they've got, like, big-name defensive players as well. Like, it sort of happened last year when TPJ went to um, fucking the Panthers and now he's off to the Bulldogs. But, like, imagine if Payne Haas went to, say, Melbourne or something like that because Melbourne have lost Christian Welch and they're like, fuck, yeah. we need, like, and a big-name prop to of money. Up. Yeah, we've got, we got to fill this gap. Like, let's just get the best prop in the fucking league. Yeah, it, it's just, it's mind-blowing, dude. There's, like, some other shit I was talking to you about today as well. How, like, they had a general manager from the Buffalo Bills, and they were just, like, asking him all these questions, and he was so open, like, about drafting and all that sort of shit. Imagine if there's, like, a draft in rugby league. Like, fuck, so much potential with it. It'd be so gone. It'd be so gone. Yeah. But also so shit when, but, like, someone like Payne Haas does get fucking drafted. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like, if you bring up someone in your local systems and then they get fucked off, like, that's yeah. shit. But, um, yeah, no, I'm just trying to think, like, if all this shit happening in the NFL happened in an NRL scene, it'd be so cooked. It would make it more like the off-season would be more exciting. Yeah, for sure. It's pretty cooked. And my last thing that I wanted to bring up, we forgot to do this last week and quickly go over it. When the fuck did Nico Hines become Nicholas Hines? Yeah. That's, and when uh, did Josh Papali become Papali'i? Yeah. Like, it's fucking mind-blowing. I sort of think that was, um, it was like on the screen they called him Nicholas Hines. It's like, and I, I'm yeah. pretty sure, I'm pretty sure um, I saw a quote or something where he was like, I prefer to be called Nick or Nicholas. It's like, well, where the fuck did Nico come from then, bud? Yeah, it's, it's fucking cool. Like, I'm sure commentators aren't just up there going, like, oh, let's just nickname this kid and fucking run with it. Like, it had to go yeah, from somewhere. Like, yeah, exactly. Why, how, how did Nico get thrown around? Like, uh, these are the questions yeah. that we need to know, uh, like, answered. And it's not even like, I don't know, I feel like when you get labelled a nickname for that's not related to your name, like, your nickname's Kotze, right? But that's obviously because of yeah. your last name. But if your nickname yeah. was, like, fucking Ringworm, yeah. it'd be like, how did that come around? And someone would know. Like, you don't just yeah, start exactly. getting called Ringworm. Yeah, exactly. Um, the, Papali, the Papali one as well is a little bit perplexing because now I know there's like been a, a bigger focus on pronunciation of like the Islander names and whatnot over the last few years, but 
correct me if I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure he's been on screen when they call him Papali or he's referred okay. to himself as Papali. It's like, um, because there's that Isaiah Papali as well. Well, I reckon that might be why, because he came in as like, no, that's not how you pronounce it. it. Yeah. Yeah, but so I don't know if they're like related or if they're, if it's meant to be pronounced like that. I don't know. Like, did, uh, did Josh ask for it to be pronounced differently? It's like, It'd be pretty fucking awkward if he just sat there over the last few years and was just like, oh, Papali's fine. And he's been around for a lot of years as he's well. He's been around for a long time. So, like... See for him. It's definitely I'll good that... I'll figure um, out his debut. He debuted in yeah. 2013. Oh, 2011 for the Raiders. So, fucking yeah, so 11, yeah, 11 years. 11 years. Yeah. Have we been saying Josh Papali for 10 years when it's actually yeah. Papali? Fucking, yeah. Like, I think it's a apparently. good initiative that they're finally, like, actually growing a backbone and learning how to pronounce the names of these Islander boys because it's very disrespectful not to pronounce someone's name correctly. But... Yeah, with the apostrophe, like, I know all about that, mate, don't worry. Yeah, exactly. But fuck me, you'd think um, if people have been saying it one way for 10 years, you'd be like, yeah, buddy. Yeah, boys, please, come on. It's actually probably... But, yeah... um, that's, that's 47 minutes. We've gone way over. Let's wrap this one up. All right. Um, yeah, fuck yeah. Well, I don't know. Catch up. <laughs> yeah. No, I was just going to say, thanks for listening. Let us know what you think as well. Please give us feedback. Um, and thanks to everyone who's tuned in to this weekend, next week. And we will be back, both of us back yeah. at the CACO. Um, obviously, um, Queensland Health Orders are currently keeping Josh at home. Um, but he's out on Thursday. So, We'll be back in here probably on Monday, I'd say, to record. Um, and it's going to be yeah, a great weekend. Of week, so looking forward to reporting on that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. And, uh, yeah, as Darth said, let us know what you fucking think. Anyway. We'll see you on the Friday yeah. pod. Give them thanks. Clutzy, have you heard about the brand new way to make money? No. Do you want to hear about it? Yes, please tell me more. It's a foolproof method. Foolproof? Yeah, foolproof, yeah. Foolproof is the yeah. word I'm looking for, method. Uh, it's called going to dominoes.com.au and entering the, the code BBB2DL and getting two pizzas and two sides from $25 delivered. Oh, so you're basically getting it for free. You're basically getting it for free. You're basically making money at that price. They're giving it away. That is absolutely ridiculous. I don't know why I haven't done it before. It's one of the fucking simplest life hacks I've ever I've ever come across in my life. Uh, do you want to tell the lovely people about their brand new pizza, the Philly cheesesteak? Oh my God, yes I do. The Philly cheesesteak. Now, for those who don't know what a Philly cheesesteak is, it's this glorious thing on a bun usually with uh, a bunch of nicely finely chopped up meats and just uh, capsicum peppers and cheese and Domino's have just gone where we've heard Klutzy talk about Philly cheesesteaks way too many times so we've chucked it on a pizza so the big fella can just keep eating and eating and eating I've seen Klutzy get very very excited over food plenty of times but I've never (laughs) seen him get as excited and as animated as the first time he tried the Philly cheesesteak pizza so if you're out and about this weekend and you need your pizza fixed make sure you go to Domino's uh, try the Philly cheesesteak pizza there's a host of codes which are pinned on our Instagram and in our Facebook group to give you a cheeky little discount too uh, plenty of different bundles, so check them out. And thank you to Domino's for supporting the show this week. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.